You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of naturopathic earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News and Naturopathy Earth Radio. I hope you're doing well today as we listen to the dying embers of nine-inch nails. I hope you are living in a state that is relieving its lockdown measures. I live in a state where we just opened up the bars. Restaurants and coffee shops are at 50% capacity. Gyms are opening. It's good to live in a conservative state, my friends. Because this is America. In America, you should have choice. And if you're one of those who's extremely fearful of the virus, all right, great, stay home, self-quarantine, continue. But if you're not, or if you're willing to take risks, then you should have the choice to go out. I feel for those who live in L.A. County. I really do. But not really, because L.A. County is a dump, and I would never live there. And if you choose to live there, I mean, that's, that's, that's your choice, but. Either way, we're going to talk about iodine today. Iodine is one of those super important um, elements, I guess you could call it. And some of you, oh, Gregory, <laughs> iodine, that's so boring. No, look. I think it's a great question to ask is how did fluoride get into our food supply? But iodine has been removed from quite a bit of it. Think about when you used to have iodized bread, iodized milk, iodized salt, and now you look at a lot of these things and they've been taken out. If you want info in the lowdown on fluoride, go to our early episodes. I think that we have a two-parter on fluoride, its toxicity, five things it does to your body, and we do we go through the whole history of it. It's backing by the American Dental Association, how it used to be essentially a byproduct of aluminum production and Alcoa and DuPont. These companies needed a place to put the toxic sludge. So they got together with the ADA and some think tanks and some universities and came up with this massive PR campaign to say it's good for us. So go check that out. I think it's around episode 30 or 40. So today we're going to talk about iodine, why you need it, what happens when you don't get it, how it affects your IQ, and of course foods that you can get it. All good thyroid health begins with the building block of thyroid hormone, which is iodine. Now, if you don't know, your thyroid is located, essentially, if you feel that little dimp right there, if you feel your sternum, go go up or superior from your sternum, there's that little notch right there, it's called the supersternal notch, jugular notch. You go a little higher, there's going to be your trach, it's kind of like at the curve of your neck, it kind of wraps around your trachea. And your thyroid controls your metabolism, among other things. And uh, your thyroid and then the parathyroid glands are like these little four little dots that are enmeshed in the thyroid and they and they release their own hormones as well that deal with calcium. 
but it regulates the entire body, brain function, digestion, your muscles, your bones, and reproduction. Now, iodine is a mineral that occurs naturally, and you can find it in seafood, dairy, and kelp. We'll mention some other places that are decent to get it. In some regions, it's in the soil and groundwater, feeding iodine to the plants that grow and animals who graze. But you probably know this trace element best from using iodized table salt, a product fortified with iodine to ensure proper intake. Today, most countries worldwide are iodine sufficient only because they iodize their salt precisely. Now, if you go to the grocery store like Morton's, I'm drinking a white tea today. Morton's salt is one of the more popular ones and... um, yeah, I mean, you 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 can find non-iodized because they're like, ah, we got enough. Quote, the reality is if places are very, very landlocked, they might not get proper amounts of iodine because their diets lack the foods in which it naturally occurs. And sometimes these foods don't have enough, says Dr. Lowe. Deficiency in thyroid function can have far-ranging impacts and seriously affect fetal and childhood development. Quote, if children are born to moms who are endemically iodine deficient just because they don't have enough, then there's a high rate of cognitive delay and there's something called cretinism or congenital hypothyroidism, says Dr. Lowe. And it really is something that's completely preventable. It's because they lack access to iodine. This deficiency can lead to cognitive defects, growth issues, sometimes deafness and muteness. So it can be a real big problem. Close quote. Yeah, cretinism. We, we used to call that to people like, we did. you're such a cretin. So truly... Not taking enough iodine when you are pregnant and when the child's born and during that time can affect their future, their 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 life, and that they're going to be stunted. And if you look at pictures of cretinist kids, they're all shorter and they're stunted. And as you already mentioned, you know, mutinous, deafness, growth issues, cognitive defects. And in fact, it's it's quite clear that there's links to iodine and IQ and there's been a lot of studies you can find on PubMed shows not having enough iodine can drop your IQ to 10 to 15 points now if you look that's that's quite a bit because the average IQ in America is about 98 99 and that's pretty high believe it or not and Asia has a little higher one like 101 Europe is in the upper 90s Uh, poor nations like Haiti around 80 and we've talked about this in previous episode we talked about iq and losing 10 to 15 points is a a sizable drop sizable drop and why would you want your child to have a lower iq i mean we have that issue completely in america right now so we want to be taking a lot of iodine And, and going back to fluoride harvard did a study back in 2012 you can find it. Fluoride lowers IQ points, especially in African-American children. Straight out. So, again, why are we putting fluoride in everything and why are we taking iodine out of everything? So it's, it's a humongous issue. All right, let's keep going. The single approach of adding a fixed amount of iodine to such a universal food stuff was incredibly effective. After the introduction of iodized table salt, the rate of iodine deficiency plummeted in the United States. Since then, at least 120 countries have adopted mandatory iodization of all food-grade salt. Quote, you know, unfortunately, in the U.S., the salt iodization program is still voluntary, even with its proven success. And even so, to this day, we do pretty well, but iodine deficiency still affects approximately 2 billion 
billion people internationally, close quote. Yeah, we used to have something called the, the goiter belt back in, um, like even in the 30s, that the area around West Virginia, the areas that have low IQ. And, and it's interesting because you could find studies. Now, back 100 years ago, we had a lot of much more social Darwinistic studies and books. And you could see studies like they, they would say, like, you know why West Virginians are, are hillbilly idiots? Is because when we were going across the frontier into, let's say, the Midwest, people who couldn't hack it, the dim-witted, the low IQ, they just stayed in the mountains of West Virginia. They couldn't go over the Appalachians from Virginia into the fertile Ohio Valley and, and, and then through Indiana and, and so forth. So they just stayed there while the higher IQ people advanced and got to the Ohio Valley. And this is why West Virginia is a bunch of trashy people. I'm just saying I'm not saying. I'm just telling you what that's what they what that those studies a hundred years ago would say. I mean, you also had textbooks like Climate and Civilization. That's that was like another classic social Darwinistic book that said that if you look at the map, notice how people who live in the mid latitudes who get seasons have a higher IQ than people who live in the equator. Now it's actually true when you look on a one level. If you look at a map, right? If you look at the most advanced civilizations, China, Europe. America, and you look in the anapodes like Australia, New Zealand, they're all anywhere from 30 to 60 to 70 degree latitude, right? And they have temperate climate, they have different seasons. And you look at the equator, it's going to be mostly sub Saharan Africa, uh, Indonesia, and so forth. Uh, it's not as advanced, but I mean, there are exceptions to that, and that's been proven. Look at Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Singapore, those are very close to the equator, and they do just fine. The voluntary nature of the United States iodization program makes for common misconceptions among consumers large on two fronts. First, Americans now get the majority of their salt from processed food, and if anything, we get too much salt. Second, the FDA does not require listing iodine content on food packaging. Quote, most people likely assume iodine is in all salts, and that's something we don't have to worry about. But there is no iodine in processed foods in our country. So even with all the salt in there, we don't get the benefits of iodine. Another thing to keep in mind is the rise of cooking with sea salts and kosher salts, most of which are non-iodized. Again, it's like so so big in the foodie culture. Hey, let me get my Himalayan salt, my pink salt. Non-iodized. Some studies published in the last two decades have shown that iodine deficiency is not a non-problem. Is that double negative? Not a non-problem. As Dr. Lowe put it, people are cutting down on their salt intake, which is great for overall health, but the salt that is ingested is then non-iodized. It hasn't been eradicated in the U.S. for that reason, says Dr. Lowe. But when we're only relying on other sources, the dairy, the enriched bread, the seafood, you can get enough. It just takes awareness and a little effort. This doesn't mean you should run out and overcompensate with iodine supplements either. Overdosing, quote, overdosing on iodine can actually lead to unpredictable effects on your thyroid. Too much iodine can lead to hyper thyroidism and people with thyroid nodules and underlying thyroid disease and it can be quite immunogenic and cause hypothyroid in a way freezing the thyroid for a period of time they always said that you should have iodine tablets in the event that there's a radioactive fallout i remember when i used to listen to conspiracy radio back in the 90s like whenever they drop the bomb or you know have a three mile island accident or whatever you need to have your radioactive pellets because it does protect the thyroid it does protect the thyroid when you when you take iodine tablets during a, a radioactive fallout something to remember 
You, so you might want to buy those and have that backpack in your garage. It's got some cash. It's got some iodine tablets. It's got the uh, fluoride filters. It has your gun and all these other things you need just in case. You have like an EMF bomb and electricity's wiped out in America or you got to flee because there's martial law or something like that. Whatever. That's why opting for iodized table salt when you cook or season food is a good thing. It's regulated to be fortified at proper levels. Using iodized salt is a way not to have to really think about it. You'll just get enough. It's a huge problem to have too little, but it's also a problem to have too much. So like in all things, it's about balance. So look, here, here's the thing. Look in your pantry. Why tea break? Look in your pantry. If your salt in there is iodized, then you're good because you're probably using it to cook everything because we Americans love salt. If you don't, then you need to start thinking about what foods that you eat that are hopefully high in iodine. So I'm going to give you a couple. I'm not going to tell you the weirdo ones like dried seaweed because nobody is eating dried seaweed. But spinach, lentils, beans, which are lentils, quinoa, oats, potatoes, almonds these are decent sources but definitely seafood you know if you look at tuna cod eggs strawberries cranberries yogurt's decent dairy is decent so the best way to get it honestly is just by uh, making sure that you have iodized salt that's really the best way to go cranberries is anybody eat cranberries i don't think anybody eats cranberries and then we eat cranberry sauce at thanksgiving that stuff is horrible especially when it you slop it out of the can it's like this is horrible stuff i always get so guys look we don't want to have kids with low iq it's clear that it can lower your iq so if you get pregnant or in general certainly if you're pregnant make sure you're getting enough iodine uh, but in general, make sure you're getting enough iodine. And I know it's really cool to have Himalayan salt, but if you're if that if you are eating kind of a modified paleo diet or a low salt diet or whatever diet where you're not getting a lot of salt intake and you're not eating a lot of the foods that we just talked about, then you might want to go out and get some iodized salt and use it in your food. All right, guys, that's all I have to say today. The website's naturopathicearth.com. Go check out all the articles and the food recipes. One way to support us is if you go to the food recipes, you'll see that there's links to Amazon to buy some of the recipes. I'm sorry, to buy some of the ingredients in the recipes like cinnamon. Click on those links to go to Amazon. And then anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours by going through our links, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. So you don't have to buy the cinnamon. You just get to Amazon through the cinnamon link, and then you can type in vitamin C tablets, which you should be taking now. It's a great prophylaxis for COVID. Another way is uh, there's links for PayPal, which is our crowdfunding account. Just click on that and donate money one time, multiple times. And maybe in this episode, it's not going to have it. So you probably have to scroll back about seven or eight episodes because I'm very behind in putting in episode notes. It's almost to the point where I'm like, ugh, how far behind am I now? Go buy my books, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. If you want to know how to lose weight and keep it up for 30 years like I did, go check out those books. You can get them on Kindle or paperback. Lastly, go check out the two other podcasts that I have, The Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. We have finally finished every oil, and now we are pivoting 
or pivoting. Hopefully, I, I won't I won't rip an MCL, but pivoting to now we're gonna do like the best oils for insomnia, the best oils for anxiety, the best oils for skin. Instead of doing the singular episodes, because we've done sixty different episodes on singular oils, and uh, we've reached the bottom of the barrel, so now we're going to pivot. And then we have Confessions of an Obishad, which is a great podcast for those who deal with addiction, in particular food addiction, but all types of addiction, self-loathing, and so forth. So go check those out. Subscribe to them and post an honest review. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the confessions of an obese child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time. Music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.